Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Share That's Highlights podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined remotely, of course, by Becky Hull, Tor Cardona and Lou Half. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hello. Um, what has everybody been watching, listening to Becky? I have actually not been watching much TV, but I have been getting really into reading again. And I've read a book called Behind Her Eyes by Sarah Pimbra. And I don't know if anyone's heard of this, but I got it because everyone was raving about the end and they were like, you know, it was trending on Twitter. It was the hashtag, what the fuck, that ending. Can I swear on it? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> <crazy>. Let rip. <laughs> and so I really wanted to order it. So I ordered it, it came straight away. And it is so creepy. It's about to be made into a Netflix drama. And it basically centres around three people. If you like Girl on the Train, you'll really enjoy it. It centres around characters Adele, David and Louise. And basically Louise is a single mother who becomes obsessed with this couple. But it's got a sort of, it sounds a bit odd, but it's got a sci-fi twist. And it's not what you're expecting at all from your regular thriller. It's very gripping. It's creepy. If you like a bit of creepiness, I cannot recommend this enough. Okay, Ooh, this sounds really it? good. What was it called again, Becky's? Behind Her Eyes. It's a little bit like the Silent Patient tour, but I would up it by like 10 in terms of creepiness. But other than that, I I would also just say I have just started Series 3 of The Sinner. I don't know if anyone else has. Lou mentioned it last week. How are you finding it, Becky? Good. I feel like it's not going to be as good as the other two, being really honest. I don't know what you think, Lou. Yeah, I agree. It had a slightly, like, sci-fi feel to it. Mm. Sci-fi is clearly the theme of the summer. As I say, Becky hitting us with the sci-fi recommendations. (laughs) Yeah, really time (laughs) sci-fi. Tour. Are you still on your reading bender? I'm enjoying the bender, I have to say, but I've also <laughs> indulged myself in a bit of TV in the last week, which has been really nice. What have you uh, And I watched, I'm almost finished the Pistorius documentary on Amazon Prime. Ooh. Which is interesting. Is that new? Yeah, it is new. I think it's four or five parts. I've got the last one to watch. It's really good. It's, you know, it's not a very nice watch, but I feel it's an important watch. Is it an investigation into the murder or is it more about him and his career path? It's more about the actual murder, but just they go into a hell of a lot of detail and kind of discuss his psychological issues and the logistical issues. And yeah, it's good. It's good. Interesting. That sounds so up my street. Yeah, I think, Becky, I think you'd enjoy it. It's a horrible thing to say I'm enjoying because it's actually a disgusting story. No, Um, yeah. But I think from a legal perspective as well, the whole thing that happened in the courts and stuff, I'd actually forgotten about. So it's nice to... But I think you're right with those things. I actually think it is sometimes not a term to enjoy it but it's more education thing because you see it on the news but you never fully arm with all the facts so it's very interesting to see every aspect can i jump in with a similar recommendation this week i watched athlete on netflix oh, that's just what i was about to talk about oh sorry <laughs> sorry for those who don't know that is like Tor, what you, everything you just said about the Pistorius documentary reminded me of that it's not that it's a completely different subject matter this is about the systemic sexual abuse of teenage gymnasts in the u.s say like olympic teams and kind of coming up to olympic team so it's basically the investigation of larry nassar who was a usa gymnastics physio they're the board who 
govern all of uh, the USA gymnastic team. And it's basically about the first whistleblower, uh, whose name was Maggie Nichols. She was part of the kind of Simone Biles pack of like would have been 2016 uh, competitors and she ended up not getting picked for the team she wasn't one of those five usa gymnastic competitors and it's all about her story and also the wider story of how women kind of emerged from from the past to talk about uh, the abuse so totally not a fun watch but again so interesting don't you agree Lynn? yeah and also kind of further to it being about the physio also about the president of usa gymnastics and so maggie nichols reported her story about I think back in 2015 was the first report of sexual abuse and then it took nine months for it to be fully disclosed and I just found it fascinating to see how the story unraveled and how in that nine month period the fact that so many other women were abused both mentally and physically as well through this time and it's just terrible in the end it said that over 500 women eventually came forward with tales of abuse by this one guy and also it wasn't that her you know reporting of the incident wasn't taken seriously or investigated she then didn't make the olympic team or the reserves which was kind of you know obviously the insinuation is that it was because she was you know in inverted commas a troublemaker and the whistleblower and whatever so i mean based on her stats the girl should have been at least a reserve so it wasn't just a cover-up it was also like a demolition of somebody's career and also that so many people at the top knew that it was going on and didn't know about it you know they openly say if you're reported abuse do you do anything about it and they say no and how is that even like it's just disgusting what what they claim is that unless it's a girl herself or the girl's parents who report the abuse then they won't take a claim seriously so if it comes from like a third party that then they won't investigate but obviously the Maggie Nichols case proves that that's just not true so yeah yeah, it's it's horrible and it's not a pleasant watch but it's also quite kind of is triumphant the right word at the end to watch all these survivors kind of come out and tell their stories and they really kind of have their day in court so all the survivors well not all 500 of them but you know a significant amount of the survivors got to basically give a testimony in court in front of him and be like you did this to me xyz and the kind of wow. the look of shame and horror on his face is is kind of you know i think you imagine that victims of yeah. an awful crime like that would kind of long for that day mm-hmm. horrifying though it may be to kind of get their come comeuppance so yeah um, yeah it ends on a, a sort of triumph there's such an amazing feeling of female empowerment at the end mm. of them all coming together and all kind of being with each other through that terrible time and yeah but as you said even though they were triumphant in some aspect that's going to stay with them forever and you know for a lot of them that'll be their first sort of sexual experience which is just terrible yeah literally so disgusting so on the subject i'm also reading a really good book called my dark vanessa has anyone read it no by kate elizabeth russell and it's about a girl who has a relationship with her teacher when she's at school she must be about 15 16 he's obviously like 35 40 and it kind of carries on throughout her 20s his relationship with this man she's got a lot of issues there as well and then as she gets older say she's like 30 it comes out that this man is being done for sexual abuse and it's kind of exploring was it abuse was it not it's kind of a, like not a thriller but definitely themed around sexual abuse and but does she think she's having a romantic relationship with him she does it's kind of unclear she she does but she's also been completely groomed by him but I think because she has a lot of issues herself she, I think she thinks it's a relationship it sounds like um, I don't know if you guys have read Lisa Today's Three Women and the first story in that which is a true story about a girl exactly that where it's so clear that it was grooming and manipulation but then obviously those lines are blurred can you say that those lines are blurred if somebody believes they're in a genuine 
romantic relationship. It's not about the lines being blurred. It's the fact that these girls are so young that this is their, Lou, as you said, it's their first sexual experience and they think this is okay because they've got nothing to compare it against. And that's just yeah. what makes it so horrendous and so tragic. It's often no, only when they look back that then they can see the damage that that has done to them kind of long term. I think Athlete A was a good example of that because they've speak to women in their 40s who were abused by the same characters and it took them adult mm. relationships and, you know, many years to kind of process the extent of that damage. And it's yeah. so sad how they question themselves as well because, you know, they think they're working with this amazing physio kind of on the build-up to an Olympic team and, you know, how could they stand up for themselves in that situation because it's not that it's not their right, but they kind of, I don't know. Well, they're they're powerless, aren't they? These these people have their careers in their hands. Yeah, it's really sad. Is that a series, guys, or a movie? No, No. it's a one-off documentary. On Netflix. Athlete is the name of it. Anyone got any jolly recommendations? I know I do. Nothing jolly. I have started reading Athena Calderon's Live Beautiful book, which is the much-anticipated coffee table book from the interior stylist and chef. And it is just the most beautiful set of inspiring images. Charlotte and I were talking about it this morning. But I think because we've obviously all been spending so much more time at home, it's really given me the interior's itch to do more and make our flat feel more sort of lived in and design led and yeah her book is just perfect for sneaking into the houses of other people so she interviews I think it's about 16 friends and they give insight into sort of their little back book of their interiors where what their favorite paint color is and their favorite shops and where they get their um, special finds. So yeah, it's a really good one. So I've talked about her podcast a million times on this podcast, so I won't bring it up again, other than to say um, her podcast, more than one thing, is brilliant. And she interviews people that um, she calls multi-hyphenates, who are people with lots of different job descriptions. And yeah, it's brilliant. It's worth a listen. She's just so inspiring, isn't she? Yeah, I mean, I think her kitchen has probably inspired more other kitchens than there ever has been before. Um, (laughs) Yeah, literally. (laughs) If you think you don't know what her kitchen looks like, trust me, you do. You just don't know that it's hers. You've seen her kitchen. <laughs> I've just got one more recommendation, which is on a completely different note, which is the new Will Ferrell film on Netflix. This is Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga. And my understanding is this is like years in the making. Graham Norton interviewed Will Ferrell a few weeks ago and said that over the past few Eurovisions, there's been like a real buzz backstage, like, oh my God, Will Ferrell's here, Will Ferrell's here. So they've obviously been filming it over the past few years of Eurovision. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's basically about a kind of typically Will Ferrell-esque you know human like adult child character who's from Iceland and his lifelong ambition to win the Eurovision Song Contest it is with his partner Rachel McAdams and they play these kind of incredibly innocent sweet as I say childlike adults who bemusingly find themselves as Iceland's contestants for the contest and it sounds like so much rubbish I mean it really is but it's like it reminded me of Pitch Perfect 3 so it's like not a good film but another top notch movie but I can't tell you the point is the soundtrack is so good to this film there are so many bangers it's not a musical obviously but if you're into a, um, a like Mamma Mia songs, no yeah I mean it's doing Mamma Mia a real disservice but if you've got two hours to kill and you need something jolly and silly then it's worth a watch and they really really do get that whole kind of Eurovision piousness all the songs are so perfectly Eurovision like I don't know who wrote these songs because they've so nailed that kind of Eurovision Euro 
trashy poppy <laughs> sound and then they obviously parody all the different countries and it's just brilliant like it's really really good Graham Norton has a cameo I just say it's really, really good it's not really good at all <laughs> that's not what I meant to say but it's really fun and yeah as they say if you need a bit of a pick me up it's worth a watch let's talk beauty now Becky you wrote a feature on 12 of the best budget beauty finds on Amazon I feel like we've been through this before on the podcast but obviously this is an updated version of so can you please talk us through the best of, products on Amazon right now of course so we started doing this as a regular with lockdown because there was a lot of places you couldn't get your beauty products from everywhere had really obviously long shipping but Amazon was still delivering so on this one again just a really good mix so first off I'm going to talk about the bod this is number two on the list it's the bod bake instant glow face and body skin illuminator and it's body makeup but it just gets rid of any sort of I say gets rid it diffuses the appearance of sort of spider veins any lumps and bumps in the skin and it just gives your skin a really sort of pretty bronzy sheen so it's body makeup if you know it's a bit of an extra step but it's very nice if you're feeling like you haven't caught a tan naturally which with the weather at the moment we're not um, and would you put that over like your whole leg and body and, and like, how does that work in terms of the color this specifically is more of an illuminator so it's not okay. tan it's more like a bronze sheen if that makes sense so when you put it onto okay. your skin it's a bit pearly in texture it's just like a nice highlight mm-hmm. so could you um, put it over tan i think you could put it over tan i think it's probably better on its own just because that's the formulation okay. but I think if you put it on top of tan, it would still lend a kind of nice dewiness to your limbs. Nice. Um, but it works on its own to just give you a really nice colour and it's water resistant too. So good to know. Okay, so that's product, what, number two, two on the list, but the first one you recommend. Can I ask you about curling tongs? Yeah, go for it. So these what? I've put on because they are meant to be sort of one of the best on Amazon. They get five star reviews across the board, but they're £20. I well, mean, that's kind of my question. Can you spend £20 on a hair tong? I think if you're expectations are managed and no you know you're not looking to create really sort of full voluminous waves that are going to last all day long but if you just want something that makes you look like you've had a bit of a blow dry or you just want something to make you feel a bit groomed and you just want loose waves this will definitely do the trick and as i said it's got incredible reviews and i do tend to trust people especially on amazon because they're all very vocal and it just seems to sweep the board in terms of tongs on online why does Ooh. it come with a glove it comes with a glove so that when you're tonging your hair you can't burn yourself so it's like a protection because especially with those tongs it's so easy to burn your hand as you go around so it's just Weasley. a protection glove it also has ceramic coating the wand so it's less you're less prone to get breakage and it's just a bit gentler to the hair so very good for 20 pounds can you talk um, about the mimi special care lip sleeping mask yes mm-hmm. now i put this in because i think a lot of people think sleeping masks are a load of rubbish and to be honest with you i would usually agree with that but this one is a korean bestseller and it works while you sleep so you don't have to sort of worry about putting it on in a day layer upon layer it's got lots of hyaluronic acid in and vitamin c to boost collagen and finished chapped skin but it works like a primer so you can put it on it's quite thin in consistency and wear lipstick on top it's it's just lovely in texture so is it just like a lip balm it's like a lip balm but i'd say it's more watery and i would say it sort of penetrates the lip a bit deeper okay and is it like super super moisturizing really moisturizing yeah and it lasts mm. you for ages it absolutely goes distance i've got the had a labo oh yeah which is another korean kind of favorite skincare brand and it's really really watery when i first started using it i was like i don't really understand how this is working it's literally like i don't know it's just like rubbing water on my face mm. but i've persevered and actually i'm starting to really see a difference now so i'm intrigued by this product although i'm not sure about the packaging 
Yeah, it's quite funky packaging. Okay, it's quite fun. It's a little cheap on there. <laughs> Big cheap. It's really sweet. I like it. <laughs> Becky, sorry, this is like a bit of an aside, but I saw somebody on Instagram flicking through Caroline Heron's new book. Yeah. And she had a chapter that, like, the heading of the chapter was sheet masks are the devil. They're basically just makeup wipes. I saw that Charlotte. Did you? Maybe it was yeah. Sarah Jossel. I think it might have been Sarah Jossel as well. And I yeah. was same. I was quite shocked. Isn't was that so agreeing? interesting? So yeah, she was agreeing. She was agreeing. Wow. How do you feel about sheet masks, Becky? I feel like you you're a fan. See, I am a massive fan. I would say that I'm very much of the opinion that now, if you're going to use one, it would be worth looking for biodegradable options because there are so many. And I do think that they are incredibly throwaway. But I disagree in the sense that with sheet masks, I just think they nothing gives you instant gratifying results quite like them. If you've got dry, parched or sort of sensitive skin, they get to the root of the problem quite quickly. And I'm not saying they give you long lasting results, but I would think it's a shame to write them off completely. I think, yeah, as I said, the throwaway thing is a problem, but there are some brilliant biodegradable options. And in terms of that, I think you're still cleansing. They're sort of an added extra. Well, that's it. I was going to say, also, you can't compare them to wipes, presumably, because wipes are like a really poor way to wash your face. I would Whereas also, a sheet mask also they're is doing just... something different. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. It's two separate things. I mean, I think I would say that a lot of people in the industry feel very strongly about sheet masks. There's quite a divide, but I'm definitely on the for side, providing you're getting and shopping the right way for them. Interesting. Good to know. Personally. Thanks for doing that. One more from the Amazon Beauty Finds, please. One more. Is it the Nivea Firming Gradual Tan Body Moisturiser? Oh, yeah, let's because talk I... about that. So, Nivea got put on this list because it's only £3. And again, it has got, I know so many people, including myself, that genuinely love this. And it's been formulated with ingredients that sort of strengthen the skin to boost your elasticity, which I know sounds quite far-fetched, but I think it's, in short, it just makes you look a bit more refined and even. I mean, for three three pounds. pounds. (laughs) For three pounds. Give it a go, girls. And it just builds up a really sort of believable glow that's not streaky, because essentially it's just, you're just rubbing in moisturiser, but there's no streaks to it whatsoever. And it's got a really beachy scent. I just think Nivea are very trusted, and I think I've always quite enjoyed using their moisturisers. I've never found them too irritating or too sort of, they just do what they say. And so I think if you're looking for something that's not a thick heavy tan but you want something that again just boosts your skin then i really recommend trying it as as we said for three pounds you can't go too far wrong on this one while we're talking about gradual tanners can i talk about the garnier instant tanner please you can (laughs) so the other day well i say the other day probably about two months ago i was in my local boots just looking for some things and it kind of just caught my eye and it is a product i used to use when i was a teenager and i bought it i don't know about the nivea one but the garnier one has two so one for light skin and one for dark skin Uh, and i bought the light one and i have honestly it's amazing and i'd forgotten how foolproof it is I went back to Boots yesterday and I did buy the dark one as well. Have you tried it? Not yet. I um, mean, light is generally really quite, it, it is quite light. I mean, I am, you are I am see-through, um, <laughs> but it would take a, probably about a week using it every morning to get like a kind of nice bronzy look, whereas I kind of want something I can have used just a couple of days as like an emergency colour. I yeah. think I used to use the Garnier one when I was younger. Does it still have a really good smell? Also really yeah, and actually, look. yes. And to me, it smells like the same as the after sun they do. So for me, it's just so nostalgic. Oh, so true. I, can I tell you, I talk about this every year on the podcast, but there's this uh, spray that you can get at Superdrug for your parting so you don't burn your... <laughs> hairline oh, and I've been that. well yeah which is awful so I've been spraying it as perfume like literally oh, spraying it on my it. wrist because I just need that smell of summer I can't explain how summer it is oh my God. <laughs> it's like putting on sun cream in like December or something like oh, I just need that mm. 
summer smell. It's July. protected. It's true. No sunburn for me. <laughs> Speaking of tan, my new Amanda Harrington came through the letterbox this morning and I am so excited to use it. It's the best one that happens. It's so yeah, good. I'm less convinced about the face oh, than so I that, am about the body. I, I use that one almost daily. Do you? I, you? Yeah, I love it. Tor, do you put it on in the morning or in the evening? In the morning. So I had to honestly, I wouldn't wear it if I was wearing makeup on top. I'd wear it instead of makeup. So sure, that's quite what I good, like, yeah. yeah, it's quite a nice like working from home look. Yeah, I just spritz it on. And actually, I don't have one of her brushes, but I use um, an old, quite a thick makeup brush. And I just put it on and put and it like, down my neck and my chest. Do you spray it on your face? I spray it onto the brush. Fine, yeah, yeah, because that's what it is said to do, but I thought I've never tried it. I feel like I need to give this a go. Yeah, I mean, the body, Becky, is like the best tan in the whole world. Phenomenal. Like, it's, Absolutely it's, phenomenal. It's, it's a shame it's really expensive, but you get what you But it's worth it. Amazing. I've been putting off buying another one, and I was just like, just do it, because you won't regret it. It's so good. And it is the best, isn't it? All right, well, if you are looking for more affordable and next-day deliverable beauty products, then do have a look at the Amazon feature on the site. Speaking of beauty, we wrote a feature on the eight beauty Instagram accounts that you should follow now, from makeup artists to influencers. So I'd like to know who are your favourite people to follow for beauty tips on Insta tour? Mine isn't on this list, but I'm obsessed with Cher Web. Me yeah. too. And there's no one else like her. When I watch her videos, I'm absolutely entranced. And I often buy things she recommends, which is so, so rare for me. I think what? it's well because she's blonde and we have similar colourings. I feel like I can actually see myself doing the looks she does as well. I think the, tra- the trap that I fall into is watching girls who look nothing like me. and being like, I'd like to look like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which doesn't work. Yeah. So what have you bought from her recommendations? What have I bought from her recommendations? The Bobbi Brown Crushed Oil Lip Gloss. Becky, you kindly oh. got me one you had when you were sent in. And then I bought another one in a different colour and they are absolutely amazing. It's a gloss balm colour which I absolutely love nice. absolutely obsessed I it sounds really moisturising I remember Sorry, having that conversation tour about how you were influenced by Sherweb and you were like oh, I am obsessed and then I was like oh my god I need to try them and they are so balmy in texture they're beautiful yeah but she's really good as well I think I also really struggle with the smoky eye and getting the colours right and that kind of thing and she has so much content on that as well like different palettes and different products whether it's a kind of a stick or a powder yeah she's great amazing Mm. No, there's a couple of people I love. Alexis Foreman is like I'm absolutely obsessed with her beauty stories. She does a Sunday sessions Instagram IGTV video, which has a different theme every week, and she kind of goes through beauty and makeup. And she has just got the most gorgeous complexion, and has got that really sort of like natural, dewy, glowy, enhanced look, which I aspire to in the makeup and beauty world. So she's a great follow, and always has some really good product and really honest product recommendations as well so she's fab and then another one is a makeup artist called Lois Moorcroft who we've done a couple of shoots with at Sherlux and she does a sort of makeup Monday Instagram I like it when there's a specific day like with you Becky with (laughs) with beauty spot I like to know when I need to check in and out yeah she does great brow tips and dewy skin and there's yeah I always end up buying things and kind of getting great little tidbits from her so she's another really good one to follow i feel like you massively champion her yeah like you're, like you're a big fan she's got a small following so it's really yeah. nice to hear people recommend her she's very down to earth i think she's very relatable yeah. Yeah. yeah one of our penultimate shoots we did pre-lockdown was a next lookbook which we did with polly and poppy from the team and often when you think when you have your makeup done for a shoot it's very much shoot makeup but it's not how you'd want to feel kind of every day and both the girls were like this is my favorite makeup I've ever had done on a shoot before but yeah she looks gorgeous and then another one just from this list 
who I'm just obsessed with the sort of <laughs> aesthetic of is Mandy Mad, who I sent to Becky a couple of weeks ago, and I'm just so obsessed with her. <laughs> her Instagram is like a feast for the eyes. It's just really cohesive and curated and gorgeous tones. Oh my and- god, her skin! Yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. Oh like, my god, what a glow! It's How just- do you <laughs> even get skin like that? No. <laughs> and like, I'm, I have to accept that you know I'm never going to look like that. I'm never going to no. be that glowing and amazing, but kind of puts me into a bit of a trance looking at she, her she reminds me of tyling glynn yeah very similar she's got that kind of similar similar skin color as well just absolutely incredible oh, <laughs> very wow. aesthetically pleasing isn't it yeah you could definitely get lost on on yeah. her account becky any favorites I mean, I have to say, I really enjoyed doing this because I would say all eight are people I have really enjoyed sort of finding and love following. My absolute favourite, though, on this list is Melanie, who is at the Overglow Edit. She just has brilliant nail inspo and I'm not someone that regularly does my nails but I really enjoy looking at it in case I ever do which is such a weird but does anyone me else get too. that me way. too thing to I follow at. Bettina Goldstein who's oh, this massive insane. Elaine I don't know why I follow her I'm never going to do anything other than ballet slippers <laughs> but it's just so mesmerizing yeah <laughs> it's true and she's got brilliant sort of nail shots but also she's very on top of new products and she shoots them beautifully like I always sort of I say to Harry like when we get a place we're going to set up a room and I'm going to do same shots and I just think it's beautiful and actually I have to say on the list the other person I really enjoy following she is called Carissa Smart and she's actually a photographer and I think again the reason I enjoy following her account is because I am really lucky to be sent products but I'm always looking for sort of new ways to store them and how to showcase them properly and her feed for me is just like I and mean, it's beautiful you look at it and you want to try every single product she puts on the page oh so it's something a bit different isn't it she's not I'm just looking through her feed it's not makeup inspired or beauty looks it's just a well curated drawers and tabletops and, yeah and, flat and gorgeous flat lays and yeah. every time I look at it I think oh my god it's just a, I think it's a nice way of letting people see products as well yeah it's beautiful really beautiful Didn't- page bit of inspo for any budding influencers out there well for more of becky's favorite people to follow on insta for beauty then have a look at the feature on the site so i feel like this is quite a good catch-up podcast i'm just kind of getting everybody to talk through their latest recommendations and tour you wrote a feature on what is new in the wellness world this month so do you want to run us through some of your favorites absolutely the first thing i wanted to give some love to is that sports bra i have always worn the sweaty betty victory sports bra and i interviewed a woman from brooks which is a really good running brand for a feature that's going on the site i think next week or week after about sports bras and she said if you if you her top tip was if you've been wearing the same sports bra for the last few years like go out and have a look because the technology has changed so much and it's changing all the time that it's worth looking for new ones and she's like just try one you might love it and they sent me one and it's called the brooks dare crossback and it's absolutely brilliant and i've got three of them now and they're so good and i can't believe i ever live without it it looks and so supportive it, what about it is different so what's different about it is it hasn't got any hooks or clasps so you literally just pull it over your head and like pull it over your boobs and that's it and it's just done and i like that kind i feel of like all my sports bras do that well i think lots of running ones to provide real support you could they're like either halter necks that you like tightly there you you do it at the top mm-hmm. or they're just kind of more kind of fussy class basically mm-hmm. to keep everything in place but if you've got a smaller bust i wouldn't wear this if you're kind of anything above a d but it's brilliant do you need different types of sports bras whether it's hit or running or tennis oh. or you know if they're all high impact are they all still different types of bras definitely i'd say with running the way certain people run might influence 
the bra because say if you like I think you get chafing yeah so when you're run you are prone to chafing more so I think if you are a runner there's probably it's probably worth looking for a more run specific bra but if it's hit or tennis or anything high impact I think anything of that variety will do for sure can I tell you I ran out of sports bras the other day and so I was doing a workout at home but like an IG live one in like a crop top bra and the trainer was like okay let's go live to some people in their homes and like tried to go live so I had to like run around the room find a jumper like put it on I was like hello they must have thought I was so weird working out in a hoodie oh my god that's so funny Charlotte. I know yeah. it's so embarrassing so I need some um, sports bras well check out Brooks because as well as that one they have loads and loads of other ones and they offer a 90 day free trial on their products so you if you buy it and give it a go for that long and don't like it send it back love that how much are they about 45 50 quid so i think nice. kind of not ridiculously priced for a sports bra but yeah i'm really pleased i've come across that one. Oh, good to know um also on the active wear chat i am also loving my spanx leggings they've been available in the states for quite a while i know some people who used to go to the states kind of used to stock up when they were there but now you can get them in selfridges and they're really really good too I feel um, like nothing makes your bum look better than Lululemon leggings. So is this like a step further? Yeah, weirdly, I've never really had that with Lululemon leggings. I've never really found the right pair for me. <laughs> it's just the feedback I get. <laughs> I wouldn't you're, know for myself. You're obviously much more naturally blessed than me, Charlotte. But um, yeah, I just, well, these ones it, yeah. really do lift you to all the right places. And they've got some really nice colours and... Yeah, I think they're great. And also, I've got one of their sports bras, and, and that's really good. Definitely more of like a low-impact one, but really nice fabrics. That's interesting. I would have thought the Spanx are like, you know, there for you when the exercise gets tough. No, I think they're more about the fabrics as opposed to the kind of the tech. That makes, makes sense. sense. Cool. Anything else to know about? I'll talk about the Neon Magnesium Body Butter. Now, Becky, I don't know if you've tried... Have you tried this? I actually haven't, but it, it sounds gorgeous. <laughs> what is so exciting about this cream is that Studies have shown magnesium is much better absorbed when it's applied to your skin as opposed to taking a, taking a supplement. And actually, I think it's a kind of one large tablespoon. So enough cream to your whole body provides 88 milligrams of magnesium, which gets you quite a far way to your recommended daily dose. Ooh. So it's, it's such an easy way to get your magnesium. And remind me what magnesium does for you. What do you need so it for? Magnesium is involved in over 300 different chemical reactions in the body. So it is responsible for so, so many things, primarily for energy production and muscle recovery. If you work out a lot or you're very active it's really good but also stress depletes magnesium so that's why they say if you're stressed and burning the candle it's worth taking a supplement as well do you imagine that you put magnesium in a bath have i made that up yeah that's what epsom salts are they're magnesium essentially okay. um, so this is just another way to get that dose yeah and they also smell amazing i have the um the great day one which is very kind of uplifting zesty blend but they have loads of other ones like a nighttime one it's really nice if you struggle to sleep and several other ones so what is uh gisella pump more She's a really cool online clairvoyant, tarot expert, Reiki expert. I've seen her so in so many different places recently and she's got a really cool Instagram and she also offers a lot of different online services like tarot readings, moon workshops and kind of spiritual therapy sessions. So she's worth checking out if you're into that kind of thing, like me. Can you do that kind of thing online? I think we talked about this before, but I would have thought so much of that is about... Oh, I know, because we talked about Reiki recently. Was that with her? You did Reiki? No, it wasn't with her. But actually tarot is even more, not a step back, but I think Reiki, people might struggle to understand Reiki online, but um, tarot is actually quite simple online. Okay. You don't need to be in the same physical room as somebody. Definitely, right. definitely not. I haven't done it yet, but it's definitely on my list because I love a bit of tarot. Fascinating. Okay. Oh, do you let us know how it goes when you do it? Well, for more of what is going on in the wellness world this month, then uh, have a look at the feature on the site. We're going to end by talking about... 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. mintmobile.com/switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month, unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month, face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 53124 get 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after 6 months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. some fashion or a future on my do's and don'ts when it comes to style kind of specifically to do with shopping and your wardrobe as well obviously style is quite personal so do's and don'ts are going to be different for everybody but this was kind of my wardrobe management and shopping advice i suppose so i wanted to know what is on your do's and don'ts list when it comes to fashion what are these like hardcore rules you live by when it comes to your wardrobe lou i think i've got a few there's definitely some crossover with our charlotte so don't be seduced by the sale is definitely such a big one i think particularly this time of year and i feel it's massively in lockdown where we haven't been out to the shops the sales are insane right now and i keep thinking oh my god i need to buy so much stuff and i know you you almost get a bit of fomo of what you aren't buying but i think you have to think of yourself would you buy that piece if it wasn't on sale almost like take the price point out of it do you love it and if you do then great but i think if you don't often you can be distracted by yeah as i said by a really good discount or if it's only in your size and you think it's the one i think just think about all those things before you hit out to bag Um, have I ever told you what my dad does which is that he just builds his Mr Porter wish list like year round and then as soon as it goes into sale he'll only allow himself to buy things that have gone on sale from his wish list because so that clever. way you know that it's stuff that you otherwise wanted yeah that's so clever yeah it's good advice I think often though I don't put things in my wish list that are so expensive it's just torture to myself to see them in there so often I miss out on those pieces that then do have a good discount like charlotte remember when you got that alexander mcqueen shirt oh my god that's the best shirt ever like yeah. absolutely insane but that's how the thing like i never would have thought to look for like put my wish list i've been like True. so out of reach or like those Celine boots I sent you yesterday. Oh Guys, Celine God. has the most ridiculous online sale. This is like yeah. a public service announcement. Boots down from 800 <laughs> and something to 300 and something. All sizes available. Yeah. Good to know. Lou, what else on your do's and don'ts list? Another thing is I think is be true to your style. I think also it's often easy to get seduced by something that looks amazing on the model or maybe you've seen someone else wearing it or it's an incredible campaign shot and you think, "Oh great, like I could give that a go." but then often i find if i've tried to do that those are the pieces that i don't know just sit in my wardrobe and i don't feel that confident wearing them and i try it and i'm not quite sure so i think as long as like charlotte in this piece you talked about kind of building up to knowing what suits you and what your style is and i think that is so important so i think be true to your own style because otherwise those pieces just they're not going to work for you long term agreed becky what about you do you have any hard and fast rules when it comes to fashion I don't have loads of hard and fast rules but the one that was on here as well actually that is something I have really tried to follow is to not double up and I do tend 
to buy things that I already have. It's a really bad habit and it's actually something I've been told by so many people not to do. And I think as I've sort of got a bit older, I'm really trying not to. But I have, you know, when you've got like a black blouse or something and you think, oh, you could do with another one of them and it's just silly. Like I think I have now reached a stage where I do make a list and I do make sure that I'm kind of only getting the things I need because otherwise you end up doubling up, you end up wasting money and you end up kind of never really wearing those things. I actually don't agree that doubling up is a bad thing. Like look at... Yeah, I agree. 25 pairs of denim down here and whatever you know that like I actually think if you find something you love then it's fine to buy a multiple of but you're right the advice that I did give was to keep a really comprehensive list on your phone of what you know you need so you don't deviate yeah much. I think well I think for me it's more that I hate buying things that I already have something similar of in that Fair sense enough. I just sort of feel like I don't what's know I just think what's the point and I feel like if I'm going to invest in something it needs to be a bit not necessarily new but it needs to feel a bit different yeah um fair. so that's kind of my one rule and then other than that the one I really liked on here Charlotte was about finding out what actually works for you because I actually don't think I know still and it's really funny because I was reading this so I was remembering just before lockdown you said to me you were like oh dresses really suit you and it's something I've honestly never thought of but now I'm like maybe I should just try and find out what actually suits me I don't know it just gave me food for thought it's a funny thing I think it's about finding what you feel really good in as well as what suits you like obviously to an extent it's quite hard to know you know what suits you sort of is about how other people perceive you isn't it it's about what other people think you look good in and I think the rule that I'm more about is finding these things that you know you feel really good in because there's nothing yeah. like somebody put on an outfit yeah. and you're not happy so I think it's mm. just about identifying god I feel really good or really whatever the word is professional sexy you know whatever you're going for when I wear x and then to just buy more of that yeah mm. and I think there's also a difference in like the pieces that are sort of like your comfort blanket that you fall back on that you feel like safe in but maybe they don't make you feel confident. And so I think there's there's almost like two brackets of which you or two camps you can be buying from in yeah. that sense. So kind of one of them is like, well, you don't need to keep buying those sort of, you know, plain pieces that are, are your comfort blanket. But if, you know, great structured blazer makes you feel good, it doesn't matter buying, you know, four or five of them because, you know, they're gonna mm. serve their purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Tor, what about you? What are your rules? So my first one I've learned over the years is find what brands suit you. And for example, there's one high street brand that I always go to. And I think, I think on, on the website and in the shop, it all looks really nice, but it just does not fit me. Like nothing fits me properly. So I've kind of learned that like slightly more expensive brands like me and M and whistles, they just fit me and fit my body shape really, really well. So I find that quite helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, also buying good pants. It's so yeah, I think that's it's, a really good rule. I think it's, it's, really good rule. it's so essential, and it makes me feel so ill and so annoyed when I see people who are wearing like trousers or dresses with really crap pants. Um, <laughs> so just go to M and S and buy the. They're really ugly, but they're like the, they're called like modal midi something, and they just hold everything in, and they're really seamless and they're great, and they do them in every color. I'm in the process of upgrading my underwear. Would you, do you ever have those times when you wake up one day and you're like, oh my god, I haven't bought new knickers for years? Yeah. Like, it's just awful. So I'm yeah. in the process of getting rid of all the old and bringing in the new and um, um, Oisho also do really good packs of like they're either in seven eight or ten in a big pack they're amazing as well I have 
loads of those. I've just developed this real snobbery about packs, which I know is so awful. Lou and I. Oh, but they're so all, good. Constantly. I know Lou loves M&S. Yeah, M&S I'm Nick's all as well. about it. Oh, I don't know. I just, I, I've got something in my head that is like adults should be spending more on their underwear, which is just A, stupid and B, bad for my bank balance. But I've been trying to buy Sunspell underwear because I just love the feel of that cotton, but it's it's not a cheap way to do it. And you're right, there is nothing wrong with the multi-pack. Yeah, Sunspell is such a good brand to buy on sale though. They are, oh, they yeah. are a pretty expensive brand, but they're also a very cousin it's all about your classics and your basics. So often in sale, it is the more like trend-led out there pieces that are on sale. Whereas Sunspell, kind of, if you go to those classic brands like Sunspell, then that's a great time to sort of stock up on those basics, essentially. If you sign up to their emails, there's like always some kind of 10% or 20% off as well. So it's worth getting their, their mailing emails. So Charlotte, anything else in here that we haven't covered that you would swear by? Well, there was one that I was hesitant to put in at all. We talked about this last week, which is do get yourself an anti-style icon. I mean, I, I hate to be kind of women bashing, I suppose. It's got nothing to do with that. It's just about what kind of style camp you fall into. So obviously there will be people who you might look at and think that is not how I wish to look. So that could be that there's somebody who's super boho and you're like, God, their style's really cool. But... I wish to look super polished, not really boho, you know? So just find somebody whose style you know is not for you. And then when you're looking at pieces and shopping for pieces, ask yourself, would that person wear that thing? And if the answer is yes, then don't buy it. It's not for you. And my other biggest advice is to not shop hungry because there's literally nothing worse than we've all had that feeling of like hitting Oxford Street after work when it's like (laughs) cold and then you get really sweaty in your coat and you're starving hungry and you just need a drink and you know you get all flustered and hot and didn't you know you don't get home till nine for dinner and it's just the worst experience so I think I said in the future that you should just pour yourself a glass of wine and do it online and just shop Sherlux because that's (laughs) we do it for you we'll do the hardware for you exactly all right I think we'll leave it there thanks guys and thank you so much for listening if you have any feedback at all please do email podcast at sharelux.com we love hearing from you don't forget also to rate review subscribe and tell your friends bye-bye hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life pretty litter is veterinarian developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.